Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. If you tuned in last week, you probably heard uh, the beginning of what's going to be a multi-week series on Tom Malloy. Tom Malloy is an independent film producer. He's raised over $25 million to produce independent films, and he happens to be on production on his most current film, and it's actually his directorial debut as well. Uh, so I've asked Tom to come in um, you know, at least once a week and give us some updates in terms of what he's feeling, thinking, seeing on set. And why I think this is a really cool series is because you're actually hearing somebody out there, you know, producing a film. And it's not based on theory, like Tom's actually raised the money for this film and, you know, developed the project and now he's in production and uh, pretty cool stuff. So anyway, without further ado, uh, Tom, welcome to today's show. Thank you, Jason. Yes, the first week of filming is, has uh, been finished and completed, and the first five days are down. Um, one thing that I'll say is I always recommend independent films to shoot on a five-day schedule instead of a six-day schedule. You might be tempted to do the six-day schedule because, you know, over the course of three weeks, uh, you're getting three extra days. But what you're also doing is, uh, you know, really taxing the crew and the cast, you know, um, and I'm only using three weeks as an example. You might be five weeks, you know, you might be two weeks. I don't know, but, uh, you know, you might be two months. But the bottom line is you can see all those days there. But once it gets past that three-week mark, it, the six-day weeks are just brutal. I, I've seen people do a six-day week, five-day week, six-day week, five-day week. So that that could be something. But, um, look, I'm just a fan of five-day weeks. You get the people, you know, two days to recover. Like, for example, we shot... Uh, it was a night shoot last night, so we finished uh, when the light was up, <laughs> when we lost our light. So it was around 6 a.m. this morning. And, um, and, you know, so that's that's brutal. I mean, imagine if we just had today and we were going back tomorrow. I think people would be extremely tired. <laughs> so anyway, that all being said, I did want to give one tip that uh, I, I noticed on set that I think can be very helpful to people. And that is this. It, when you're shooting... You know, the, I've said this before too. The best thing you can do is prep as much as possible. You know, if you're directing, you're producing, um, prep, prep, prep is the key. And so let's take it specifically on directing, because as as you all know, or everybody that that's listened to the past podcast, is this after 17 films, this is my first um, film directed. And one thing that I've noticed from a producer perspective, but then also as a director perspective, is. Uh, the worst thing you can do is add shots, literally add shots. I mean, try to limit that to maybe three times of the entire film that you do that. I have been on sets where every single day a director or a DP is saying, oh, let's also, there's a really cool shot we could do here. And funny enough, if you're thinking from an editing mindset, that's why I encourage any director, producer, you know, to try to get into the editing at some point and, and edit some projects on their own, you know, do some editing work, uh, get certified as an editor, whatever it is, you know, take some classes so that you kind of have an editor's mindset of the film. Because you know how many times I've seen these crazy fancy shots take hours out of the day and and push the day into overtime and they were let, literally left on the cutting room floor, never used. And so that's a problem. So you should, the prep, when I, you know, specifically bring it back to prep, 
uh, when you're focusing on the movie, when you're getting the movie going, pre-production, the more prep you could do to get specific about the shots that you want. Now, I'm not going to say you, you you have this great shot that you discovered and it's like, oh man, if we shoot from behind this bench, you got all these lights. Okay, so again, limit that to maybe three four times over the entire course of the movie and i say this from experience like i said on a producer end but just the experience as a director last night we added one shot that was really beautiful and that added at least an hour so when i said we finished at 6 a.m we would have finished at 5 a.m so that's you know just something to keep in your mind when you're shooting is adding shots adds a ton of time just understand that that you can't look at the call call sheet you know look at this the shots for the day uh the scenes that you're going to shoot and just go oh wow look at this we gotta add this like even that prep i mean if now again last night was so specific because the light was just shining and the moon was in a certain spot and it was like okay let's do this and so we did it right but other than that if you had if you know scouted the locations correctly again this was a night shoot and it was an outdoor location so we couldn't kind of foresee that but say you were at a bar or something like that and you're like oh wow i never saw this shot it's like well you should have saw that shot when you were scouting the location you know and that's just more prep so when you were there you should have kind of framed out your shots like we were going to every location beforehand as we were choosing them and on the iphone just picking up shots you know maybe even walking through kind of video dollies on the iPhone, you know, just so that you see how kind of it's going to be laid out. And so I just highly recommend that to you. Like I'm just the one pitfall that I can say is to try not to add shots during the day because then you get behind. And for those who don't know about the turnaround, you have to have that 12 hour period. So if you're shooting six days or let's just say you're shooting a five day week, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is that say you started at 3 p.m. And then you go to 4 a.m. You can't start till 4 p.m. the next day. That's the rules, right? So then that next day you go from 4 to 7. Okay, now you can't start till 7 p.m. the next day. So you can see how easily you can get behind by day 5, day 6. Where day 6, you know, maybe you're starting at midnight, you know. And then you got a small teeny little window to get all that stuff in. So try not to add shots. That's the best tip I can give you for today. I'll try to keep going with these updates from set. We're one weekend. We got two more weeks to go. And uh, thank you again, always, for having me on, Jason. I love doing the podcast, and I uh, hope to talk to you soon. Hey, Tom. Thanks so much for coming by to share your experience in nearly real time. It's just so fun and such a great way to, you know, get a feel for what you're going through. And obviously, for all of our listeners, uh, those of us that have been working for our own projects, uh, this is inspirational. Um, for those of you that were just tuning in today, uh, if you want to go back another episode, you'll get the beginning of the series. And as Tom mentioned, uh, we'll, we'll add a few more of these before his production's over. Okay, everybody, take action. Make your movie now. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.